up, everybody? This is our first episode of Flowers and Fantasies podcast. I'm Michaela, and I'm going to be talking to you all about everything fantasy and floral decor related. Um, For our first episode, I thought it would be really interesting for us to go over the different types of flowers that can be used to give you the same type of aesthetic or almost a perfect match for flowers and different fantasy themed uh, universes, TV shows, books, etc. Just to kind of give you a way to maybe you know, have a little touch to your home decor, even for event work as well. Um, So we're going to be going over a few different uh, options that I think are really great, ranging from live flowers to silks, but we're going to get started in just a moment. Alright, so the first universe we're going to be looking at today is going to be the DC universe. I decided to take a look at the Black Mercy because I thought that we could definitely accomplish a similar look or basically um, DIY something for this one. So I would suggest taking Silk Roses and then DIYing a little bit and adding the the spike in the center of the rose and then the background of its uh, like tentacles or whatever you want to call them vines um, to just kind of complete your overall look. Uh, This would probably be a pretty good home decor piece because it's a little bit bigger (laughs) if you really wanted or even event work you know definitely a project probably a little bit more work than some of the other ones we're going to be talking about today but I thought that it would be a interesting one to look at Um, and I think it definitely is doable if you're interested in seeing a live action version um i know that supergirl had the black mercy affect her at some point i don't know what episode or season but i think it was later in so yeah definitely check it out if you want a little bit of inspiration and like a visual guide everybody so for our second flower today we're going to be talking about a song bell plant from world of warcraft or wow depending on how seasoned you are in the game um we are going to be looking at three subspecies of the same flower they're all from the bellflower um family my personal favorite out of the three was the bluebell there's also the peach leaved bell and the canterbury bell um these all have a little bit of a different look slash feel to them. I personally think the Bluebell has the closest look to the Bell plant from World of Warcraft. But one thing to remember is if you're growing it in your garden, you don't necessarily want to consider this. But if you have it at home or if you're using it in an arrangement and it's not, it's been cut, um, you can always take Design Master and change the color of your flowers. It's really easy and it leaves a really nice finish as long as you're doing it properly. Um, so definitely take a look at the bellflower family if you're a world of warcraft fan and you want to add a little bit of that aesthetic to pretty much anything you know gardening home decor event just you know add a little touch to your daily to day life 
today it is from Skyrim um, this plant almost feels a little cheaty because it's basically a copy of a plant we have in real life <laughs> it's just slightly named different so in the game it's called a thistle bush but in real life we call it a thistle, thistle flower um, so it, it, it's pretty straightforward it's just you're gonna get what you see in the game like pretty much you might have to like vary in the plant to find one that you like but other than that, you could very easily plant that in your front yard or add it to arrangements. It's definitely interesting looking, so keep that in mind. Um, there are other subspecies of thistles that are pretty attractive. I've used them in arrangements before. I actually like to use them for Star Wars uh, arrangements in particular. Um, to complement your Skyrim thistle, I would suggest taking a look at blue thistles just because I think they're really pretty and definitely textured, which is a huge trend this year. So definitely something to look at. A shorter topic, but uh, if you're a Skyrim fan, it might be something you are interested in. so this one's gonna be a little different than all of the other flowers I am talking about today because we're gonna be talking about lilies now let me get into why it's gonna be a little different um, lilies are actually in several different uh, movies and one specific game that I wanted to touch on today because I felt they all were pretty easy to get that representation that we're looking for in particular today or aesthetic and just literally being like exactly the same flower basically in one scenario. So we're gonna be talking about Tangled, The Little Mermaid, and Zelda. I believe it was The Breath of the Wild. I didn't check the exact game. I don't know if it's in multiple games, but I, I probably shouldn't check that, but it is a Zelda flower. Um, so let's start with Tangled today. So Tangled, I'm sure if you are a Tangled fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I am going to be referencing the Sundrop Flower. So this one's going to be a little bit more work than the other two, but if you are a Tangled fan, I think it is completely worth putting in the effort to get this aesthetic. It would be a great piece for a wedding. Um, you could do it with silk or non-silk if you wanted something a little bit more lasting. Definitely go with silk. You could even add lights in that way. There are string lights that are battery operated you could look at. Um, I would suggest going with a white lily and then spray painting slash using Design Master to get the color that you want. Um, a lot of the white ones are like white and yellow, so you've already got that like golden with a little bit of purple in there. Might take a little bit of work, but I think it's worth it. Um, for Ariel, it's pretty straightforward as well. I'm pretty sure most people who enjoy The Little Mermaid know exactly what I'm talking about. So we're going to be trying to copy the flower she picks up right before the Under the Sea song sequence that she puts in her hair. I personally made this particular flower for costumes and it was always something I got just compliments on completely um I 
suggest using a faux flower, but if you really want to go for a real flower, you know, it's it's basically just a stargazer lily. Um, I always add a little bit of glitter in, and you can do that with Design Master as well because they do have glitter sprays. Or you can um, do the dip glitter. So the, it depends on which avenue you're looking at, how intense you want to go, but it, it's definitely a uh, showstopper piece, in my opinion. Um, and then for Zelda, we're going to be looking at the Silent Princess. So the Silent Princess is a flower that's in the game. It's a white lily with a blue center. So again, you would need to be looking for either a white lily that you could spray paint. Personally, I think you could definitely accomplish the look more naturally with a dip dye. Um, but you're going to have to find a vendor or a, sell a seller essentially that has dyed lilies but you can get that blue look with the dye pretty easily. Um, and definitely something I think could be done for events or home decor. You could even add lilies into your garden if you're trying to get a feel around your home of any of those movies or video games. It's definitely something to check out. Okay, so we're going to be focusing on lotuses now, and I feel like maybe some of you will know what I'm going to be talking about before I even say it, just from the fact that I already mentioned the flower we're talking about, because it's pretty popular right now, and it's just known for the um, universe it's in. So, for lotuses, there are two universes or um, TV shows slash games that I'm thinking of that are pretty easy to just literally get a lotus and like represent them. Um, so the first one is going to be Avatar. <laughs> um, the flower itself isn't really represented as an actual flower in the animation that I can think of like ever, but the white lotus is a ship that they use and is really important to the storyline and ends up being a force of good so um you know all those avatar fans out there if you want to add a little bit of a avatar feel or if you are specifically doing avatar theming you know you can add in white lotuses to that decor and pretty much anybody that knows avatar is probably going to get hey they're they're referencing the white lotus um, for the second universe, we're going to be talking about Magic the Gathering. Um, I'm personally not involved really in Magic the Gathering, but my boyfriend's a huge fan and I've witnessed some stuff. Now, I'm talking about one card in particular. From what I've heard, it is a rarer card. I don't know if that's true because, again, I don't play the game. But from when my boyfriend saw the research I was doing on this, he was like, oh, that's like, that's a card that's hard to get and supposedly pretty expensive. I don't know if that's true. Correct me if I'm wrong. I have no problem with that. But again, it's called the Black Lotus. So it's just a Black Lotus with like a little bit of a like shining center. So you could take a regular White Lotus and spray paint it. I do believe black, uh, lotuses can come in black. You can dip dye flowers. Again, like we were talking about in the previous um, section of podcast. But, you know, again, this one's pretty straightforward. They're literally the white lotus and the black lotus as their names. So 
all you would need to do is get the flower itself and you're pretty much done. Um, it's not as interesting, in my opinion, as some of the other flowers we talked about, but I think it could be used for gardening or, again, event theming, decor, stuff like that. And if you're an Avatar fan or a Magic the Gathering fan, it's something you should check out. All right, everybody, it's sad to say, but we are on our last um, fantasy theme flower for today. I have picked a more childish um, theme for us to end it off kind of sweet and fun. So we're going to be talking about the Lorax, which I'm sure most of you are familiar with or have at least read one book from Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's probably a big part of most people's childhoods. I know it was a big part of my childhood and is something that uh, can be used for party decor or just gardening. You could bring it in for a home decor or if you know someone that really likes Dr. Seuss and you want to make them a special arrangement, these flowers could all be used. Personally, I think they'd be great for child's, a child's birthday party in particular, um, especially if it's Dr. Seuss themed. So let's get into the flowers that I think um, would really represent the trees from the Lorax. So forgive me if I say the first one a little weird. It's got a weird name. Um, it's called blue. Uh, it's called the blue globe echinops. I believe I said the last word right, but it, it's, it was pronounced two different ways when I looked it up in Google and then I have my phone pronounce it. So I'm not 100% sure. And then there's puffy penny poppies. Those ones are really fun. They almost look like feathers. And then the yellow billy ball. They're all very interesting, larger flowers, ball shaped, and have a texture to them. Um, the one that looks the most like the trees is definitely going to be the puffy penny poly, but they all give you that feel. And I think they look really nice together in a Dr. Seuss themed arrangement, especially if you were able to take like the vase and wrap it like the same color of the um, bark of the trees. I think they look really cool and can definitely be a fun way to um, just kind of glam up a kid's birthday party a little bit. You know, parents will probably appreciate it. And definitely um, could be an Instagrammable moment. So I would definitely suggest checking this one out i think it will be more of a um common theme that most people will enjoy so i hope you guys all really appreciated the different flowers we went over today and take to heart that you can really um just liven up your everyday life with a little bit of a fun arrangement and it doesn't have to be the traditional way you can definitely add in those elements that you really like or um, want to show off <laughs> you know in these arrangements they don't have to be traditional you know they're a craft you can diy stuff you can add in things to your arrangements you know you can do a lot with silks and dried goods that you probably wouldn't even imagine but it's something that I challenge you guys all to really think about and like uh, send in different examples of what you think represents good fictional plants. Um, definitely have fun with it and never stop uh, trying to be creative or, you know, take inspiration from those things that you really enjoy. 
Um, I hope you all guys have a really nice night or uh, day, depending on what time you're listening. And I can't wait to talk to you guys all about the next topic. I'm thinking we might go into my favorite um, fantasy theme, which is Star Wars. I recently did a couple arrangements that I really liked. I did a dark side and a light side one because there's some new bases I had found that just give me some inspiration. So maybe we'll talk about that next time. Um, if you guys have anything you'd like me to talk about, please leave uh, comments. I have a Facebook page. Um, I might be starting an Instagram here soon. So please keep in touch. I hope you guys all have a nice one.